This is Dave LaGreca of Busted Open, and I know two extremely passionate fans about AEW, Paul Zartman and Tanner Lee. That's right, Paul and Tanner. I love what they bring to the table on the Kicking Out Podcast. That's right, the Kicking Out Podcast with Tanner Lee and Paul Zartman. Are you listening to me? If you want the latest on AEW and you're an AEW fan and you want to get the scoop, you listen to Paul and Tanner right now on all podcast forums. I'm talking, you go to the podcast store, you lay down your money, and you buy the Kicking Out podcast. You do it now. If you love AEW, you'll love Tanner and Paul. It's Wednesday night. It's August 24th, 2022. Welcome to another episode of the Kicking Out Podcast. I'm Tanner Lee. My co-host Paul Zartman is across from me on the computer screen. And we're waiting for the arrival of the KOP Predictions Champion, Austin Shepard. Paul, how's it going? Uh, well, doing better than the uh, KOP Predictions Champion because I'm here on time. But no, I'm kidding. I'm I was kidding. Gonna, I was going to say, are we though? Because neither of neither of us have the belt over our shoulders. So I mean, <sighs> you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'm just about to just deem myself the interim champion. Yeah, might as well, right? AEW yeah. loves to use the term and tech interim. So, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, yes. Austin is the undisputed. KLP Predictions Champion, and now we have an undisputed AEW World Heavyweight Champion in John Moxley tonight. Five minutes or less. Wow. Didn't see that coming. I, I did not either. I actually went to the bathroom. I'm like, okay. Oh, it's, what? It's, yeah, I know. This happened to me the entire time Hangman was fighting for a championship, and then I did it again. I was like, you know what? There's no way this gets over in five minutes. I'm good. I'm going to – oh, yep, yeah, never mind. Well, when Shivani was interviewing United Empire and the Death Triangle backstage and said this was going to be tonight's main event, I'm like, wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Did I hear that right? So the Moxley, Punk, huge match, arguably one of the biggest matches in AW history, isn't going to be ending tonight's show. Something screwy is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and in a way, it did, but it's something I don't think many, if any of us, could have predicted. No, I, I did not see that coming at all. I was still, uh, until the bell rang and Mox was declared champion, I thought we were going to end in a double DQ. I thought double DQ. I thought maybe a returning MJF interferes and gets himself in the title picture. I, I thought something big was going to happen, and something big did happen. It was oh, just... Yeah. I hadn't felt that surprised in a quote-unquote squash match since <laughs> Bill Goldberg's return match to WWE Survivor Series against Brock Lesnar a couple mm-hmm. of years back. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what it reminded me. Like, I mean, you, you, <sighs> they panned the fans in the crowd and a lot of shocked faces. And it's like, you know, Twitter's blown up. Like, what is going on? Is, did Punk really re-injure his foot? Did he? Uh, is it a work? I think we're getting worked. I think so. 
Um, yeah, I, I think it's just setting up for something else. I think um, Punk is just one of those guys that he went, you know, I had, mind you, it wasn't very long. I had a championship run in front of fans. Moxley didn't. Moxley deserves that. I'm going to give it to him. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 and it could be, honestly, that Punk is still not recovered. And this was a way to get the title off of him. Could be, could be. I mean, it just depends. I, I do think when he comes back, I mean, I don't think he's hanging his boots up. I don't think he's quitting AEW. I mean, maybe it's not all sunshine, rainbows, and roses, but um, that happens in professional wrestling. I don't care what company or promotion you're with, that happens backstage. Um, but I think when we do see him again, maybe it's time for a heel CM Punk, even though we never really got the babyface summer of punk title run we all thought we were going to get when he beat hangman double or nothing yeah um i think he comes back you know takes a little bit more time i and i i think okay i, I see here i'm torn i think it's a work but i think he's still not a hundred percent yet so this gives him a chance to go ahead and take a little bit more time off because you know you didn't want to go into all out with the interim champion defending so yeah, I mean, well, but, at least not the main champion. But it makes Moxley look great. Moxley looks strong. Moxley yep. looked like the man. Maybe not only in AEW but professional wrestling. And um, I'm just intrigued now. I'm I'm even more intrigued for next Sunday's All Out. I mean, we're a go home dynamite away from the pay per view, and we don't know who Moxley's going to be defending the title against. I'm better than you, and you know it. Man, I don't know. Uh, could be. I mean, besides him, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't move Hangman back into it right now, because if you give that clue, then it's guaranteed that Dark Order's not winning anything in the trios, which it's Dark Order. So, but, uh, <laughs> um, so I, I just, who else if it's not him? Seriously. Yeah, I mean, Adam Cole's on the shelf, it looks like, and when he comes back, he's going to be involved in a whole different storyline. So, yep. I don't know, unless Punk, it's a work, and he wants a rematch. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm just really intrigued, and I think that's why Tony Khan booked this the way he did, even though it sounded like John Moxley was the one begging for this to be on tonight instead of on All Out. Well, because Moxley said, okay, hey, you know, some people aren't going to be able to order the pay-per-view. Let's give it to them for free. Well, and if this was the plan for the match all along, that wouldn't have went over well on pay-per-view. It wouldn't have went over well to close the show tonight. That's why they put in a 9 o'clock yeah. time slot. Yeah. That's why they moved it. That's See, that's why I think something, I think it was booked. It was going to be the main event. I think Mox was still going to go over, but I think something happened between last Wednesday and 8. 15 tonight and it definitely could have i mean there's a lot of things going on backstage uh, all i can say is you know paul and i are just fans we're not yeah. scoopers we're not insiders we're not journalists <laughs> no. um so we subscribe to fifo select for five dollars a month and i recommend you do too because sean ross sap and his team over there they keep you up to date with the latest going on backstage yeah they they know people <laughs> yes they have sources legit yes, good do. sources so Yes, they do. 
So, all right. Um, I guess we should probably actually dive into the rest of the show instead. Yeah, of just we might as well. Box. We might as well. I I wanted to cover the big elf in the room first. Well, and again, we'll we'll hit on it more once we get to that title shot on the show tonight. Let's do it. All right. Uh, Stablemates Jericho and Daniel Garcia are set to meet face to face in the ring tonight. Show kicks off with that happening. Um, he brings out Daniel Garcia. He basically tells him, you know, you need to apologize. Garcia goes on and on about how Danielson is his hero. He appreciates uh, the chance to wrestle with him. He goes, you know, I wanted to shake his hand regardless of whether you wanted to call me a sports entertainer or a wrestler. I had this opportunity and I wanted to shake his hand and Jericho, you took that away from me. It pisses me off. And Danielson comes down pretty much says, Hey, I don't care what anybody says. You're a wrestler. And they kind of go back and forth a little bit. Um, and then it led to, um, uh, yeah, Garcia lost where I was at in my notes. <laughs> it led to Garcia saying, look, I can't make the decision tonight, so I, I will do it later. And Jericho gets mad about it. He pushes Garcia, pushes Jericho down. Uh, Danielson says, you know, I'm not a big fan of sports entertainment, but that was pretty entertaining. And that sets up those two going back and forth a little bit. Um, Jericho talking about how he is the Lionheart. He is uh, the last survivor of Stu Hart's dungeon, and he could wrestle him. And they end up setting up a match for uh, All Out, which props to you. You called that last week. Yes, yes, right when I saw that, I almost texted you guys and said, hey, I was right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, – I, I'm intrigued. Once again, I'm going to use that word a lot tonight, by the way. I'm intrigued <laughs> for this matchup. Um I think this is only the uh, – let me see. I tweeted it tonight. Sean Ross Sapp tweeted. I retweeted I want to see how many times these guys have faced. Hmm. Uh, it's not okay. very many. Um, In their 15 years of being around each other. Right. Um, let's see here. Only They've only had two televised singles matches and none since 2013. So first time in nine years. Yeah. So it's – it's two it's different guys than they were nine years ago. So it's going to be oh, good. Yeah. It's going to be good. And, of course, you got Daniel Garcia there. If I had to guess, uh, Garcia's got to side one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think he sides uh, with JAS as a sports entertainer for now, for a little longer. Mm. You don't think he uh, turns quite yet? Not yet. I think, you know, him putting his hands on Jericho twice or two weeks in a row, um, that's going to lead everybody to believe that he's turning face with Danielson, but not quite yet. All right. All right. His, 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 uh, introduction to the Blackpool combat club and eventual tag team with the Wheeler Utah will have to wait for a little, a little longer. Ooh, you think that's where they're going to go? You don't think we'll see, uh, the house of dragon could, but man, I'd love, I think Garcia and, and Utah would be so entertaining together. Oh, they would. They would. I agree with you. Um, all right. Up next, we get uh, Jay Lethal versus Dax Harwood. This was a good back-and-forth match. Uh, comes down to um, 
Harwood going for a roll-up. Lethal reverses, grabs the trunks to get the win. Very good technical match. Back and forth. Crowd was loving it. We And, and props to the Cleveland crowd tonight. They were pretty hot all night long. We got a This Is Awesome chant. And uh, I, I figured Jersey right front and center in front of the camera. Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Guardians. Um, no, it said Indians. I know it did. I know it did. I know it did. <laughs> you I let just, me have my moment. <laughs> I, I am. I am. And I will later too. Um, yeah. When we get to the, the women's match, but uh, no good match. I thought Dax would go over. I mean, he continues to build yeah. his case why he could be considered the wrestler of the year for 2022, but um, two guys who are really underrated in the ring. So, Good match. Post-match, Dunn says that he said it would be a trios match at All Out, but didn't say who would be on his team. And then it's revealed by Lethal, or that Lethal will be partnered with Motor City Machine Guns. Alex, Shelley, and Chris Saban. Man, oh man. Uh, Them against FTR would be a dream match within itself, but you throw in Wardlow in there and Lethal. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. It's Didn't see that coming. The crowd got a big pop. So I wonder what yeah. DLTK and, um, impact. and impact, impact are uh, working on there. Yeah, uh, Scott Damore. Scott Damore the over there. I was blanking on the name. So. Yeah, who knows? It'll, uh, it'll be interesting to see if anything comes from it. Well, now I'm on board for this match. Last week I was crapping all yeah. over it because I thought I was going to be sat and I'm seeing Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal versus FTR and Wardlow. I'm like, this is what we're doing with the hottest tag team in the world and the TNT champ. But now put one of the other greatest tag teams of all time, at least in the last decade, the Motor City Machine Guns in there. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll pay for that. Yeah. Yeah. So will I. So will I. I was trying to look for the graphic uh, before I brought up this next segment here but uh, i can't seem to find it and it's frustrating me so uh i will go on to just do the segment uh up next we get some breaking news on the aew women's championship um as soon as they cut backstage i could tell thunder rosa was in tears and i knew i knew where it was going and i went i've seen this too many times in professional wrestling this year way too many times Yep. Interim women's championship again. Well, interim championship again. Um, She's unable to compete. And so therefore she says that uh, she will not be defending against Tony Storm uh, at all out. And we get uh, informed that there will be a fatal four or a four way match for the AEW women's interim championship Akira Shida, Jamie Hayter, Dr. Britt Baker and Tony Storm there you had all the names that's yep. why I was looking for the graphic I knew I knew what you're doing I knew I had it so <laughs> I was right I had your back there but uh it, that will be an interesting one right when I saw that I'm like all right that's gonna be a fun match but gosh dang it I'm not looking forward to predicting that one in the predictions next week because <laughs> those uh, four uh, ways are hard to put a lot of confidence points on Again, I am glad I'm not involved in this this time. It's, I it's will not be say that very often. It's going to be an interesting one. And heck, as of right now, and who knows what's going to happen next Wednesday, we might not have a World Heavyweight Championship match to predict for no. our, our pick So No. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you think we're going to see happen what happened when we got 
interim TBS or TNT champions where the belt's going to change looks, or do you think they'll stay with the look of these two belts? Are we talking which two? Are we talking world heavyweight and women's? I think I think we they keep the look of these. I think the TNT yeah, I, for whatever reason they just wanted to try to personalize it to each person, and it was a cluster. Yeah, and then uh, of course you know you've got out of all the belts, the only belt two belts that haven't changed looks since they debuted were the tag team and the world heavyweight now. And And, TBS. Yeah. yeah, I I forget about the TBS. Because we don't see it on TV. Drives me nuts. You have one of your top talents in the company, not just in the women's division, and and you put her on Rampage more times than not. Just irritates the heck out of me. Until Athena beats her. I think she goes into 2023. You spoiler think so? for, Spoiler for my picks next week. Okay. Assuming right. that we get her and Athena at all out. We haven't right. announced yet, but it's got to be the direction they're going. Mm-hmm. I guess we could find out between now and next Wednesday. Uh, up next, we head to uh, Colton Gunn versus Billy Gunn. And, and I was hoping Shep would be on when we were talking about this because I want to ask both of you this, and maybe you know off the top of your head. When was the last time before tonight we've got a father versus son match in professional wrestling? Oh man, um, I mean, what, I mean, the only one that comes to my mind, and I gotta think we've had one since, and I'm just forgetting about it. The only one that comes to my mind is WrestleMania 17, Vince versus Shane. I think that's it, man. Um. <laughs> And then if anybody's watching out there or listening, please comment and let us know when's the last time before tonight uh, we've had a father versus son match in professional wrestling. Any promotion, I I just can't think off the top of my head besides WrestleMania 17, that street fight, like I said, Vince and Shane. Right. Yeah, see, all I'm seeing are, uh, when I look it up, I'm just seeing like father-son moments. Right. Not actual matches. So I think that's, it right there wow. um yeah because hmm. i mean wow. dominic and Rey mysterio haven't fought each other nope uh do we want to count son-in-law and father-in-law no no we could do oh, that okay. but no <laughs> uh so yeah i think it might be um vince and shane that's pretty incredible if you think about it i mean almost two decades over two decades yeah yeah yeah, I can't find anything other than that. So, yeah, if somebody knows, please let us know. Uh, even if you've got to send us a message uh, on Twitter, at Kicking Out Pod, uh, let us know. Mm-hmm. Please. So, we get into uh, Colton Gunn versus Billy Gunn. They come down with, I, what's his face? Stokely Hathaway. Thank you. Can never remember his name. He's and, becoming a big part of the show every week. So. Uh, yeah, it's finally I see it in my notes now. I wasn't down far enough. Um, but uh the acclaim comes down making reference to today's AEW talent meeting. Uh talks about some other very interesting stuff that Biden and student loans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what a pop they got though. Man, the hey, crowd big hey, pop. I, I'm just saying I have student loans and I am very grateful for that right now. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I think I think a majority of people are that have them. Yes. Um, 
Colton hits the Colt 45 to pick up the win on the acclaimed. After the match, Stokely hands Gun Club his business cards, and they seemingly accept the offer, even though I thought we already did that last week. But um, post-match, uh, they, uh, att- they begin a post-match attack until the AEW Tag Team Champions arrive, which sends them running. And Shivani is then shown with uh, backstage Ozzy Open and Will Ospreay and Death Triangle as Will Ospreay says they have one mission, which is more gold. Pat claims they've been waiting far too long for this opportunity. They've decided they're not going to kill them. They're going to murder them. Yeah, so we saw Stokely get involved. He hit Max Caster outside with the boombox, and then Austin Gunn took out. Anthony Bowens, that led to ref distraction. That led to Colton Gunn hitting Billy with a low blow, and then the Colt 45, like you said. After the match, they beat down the acclaimed and Billy, and then, like you said, the uh, swerve, swerve in their glory came down to uh, make the save. But Stokely Hathaway gave the gun club business cards, and they took it. So now that's four clients that, that I'm counting. Lee Moriarty, Ethan Page, Austin, and Colton Gunn. So... Pretty interesting. That makes what, he's a faction. Bu- what he's building there is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, again, uh, didn't we see it last week, though, where he handed them the business cards and they took it? I couldn't remember if they took it or not, but tonight definitely. Because I thought that's why they turned on their dad. Tonight definitely, I think, signified that. Uh, yeah. Um, I still would love for uh, – storyline to come full circle i don't know if he's healthy enough to but i want to see big paul white get back in it and team with billy against these guys because we still don't know why they turned on him a year ago uh so i'm guessing you haven't seen that yet have you regarding paul white i just saw him in a video game today (laughs) depends on which one fight forever fight forever yeah um well, he was uh, interviewed recently, and uh, he made it known that Tony Khan has bought the rights to the name Captain Insano. Yeah, I knew they filed for the trademark like last year to use in a video game. So, uh, No, according to Paul White, there's talk about him going on a run as Captain Insano as his final run. Eh, sign me up for it. Why not? Why not? We got to figure out why the Water Boy was such a big fan. <laughs> oh, I need to go back and watch that movie because yeah. I was listening to a podcast today, and somebody said and I liked the Water Boy. At least last time I watched it, they said they watched it for the first time in years, and it just didn't didn't live up to what they remembered it being. So I need to go back and watch it. But me too, me too. I actually um, Congo Kong told my son to uh, go watch Water Boy. So. We've there you go. You got to do that. So and as far yeah. as the uh, backstage promo with Shivani with United Empire and Death Triangle, it was just Pack and Will, Will Ospreay going back and forth like I figured it would be. So Yep. Yep. And that's when they announced that it'll be the main event tonight instead that's, of Co. That's when I tweeted. I'm like, did I hear that right? And everybody's like, yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just check. Just check. Up next. Uh... A, a extremely hated woman tonight. <laughs> Dr. Britt Baker took on Kylan King. Uh, Kylan is from Ohio, and Britt Baker is obviously a Pittsburgh fan, and Cleveland hates Pittsburgh, so 
that worked out pretty well for her. Big old Pittsburgh sucks chant from the crowd, and I know Paul was grinning ear to ear on that one. Yes, I was. Uh, I almost started chanting it, but I'm like, nobody in my house is going to know why I'm chanting this, so <laughs> we're good. Uh, Baker comes out of the gate strong with a sling blade. She follows it by attacking King in the corner, but she avoids the next attack with a sharp kick to the stomach. She tries to charge into the corner, but Baker slams on the brakes and drops King down across her knee before yanking her opponent by the arms while pushing her face onto the steel ring post. Baker looks to go for a stomp, but King baits her in and then hits a big boot before throwing her across the ring. She then slams Baker down again, but the former champion is able to kick out. Uh, Britt then sends King into the turnbuckle and follows up with a thrust kick, another shot, and then a stomp. Following that, Baker sets up the lockjaw in order to secure the victory. Yeah, no, uh, the result was never in doubt, but I like no. seeing Kylan King on Dynamite two weeks in a row. Good for her. Um, this was some heat carried over from at dark elevation. Yeah. Um, no, fine. I was fine with this. Um, I mean, if that's going to be your lone match in the night for the women, okay. Um, crowd was into it, of course, hating on Brit, and then we saw Hater and Rebel come out afterwards, yep. and then Tony Storm I was, and and I was uh, just getting ready to get Akira to Shida come down and clear out the ring, and that's your tag match next week: Brit and Jamie versus Shida and Tony Storm. Yep. Well, you beat me to the punch there. I'm just going right off my head without any notes. After the match, Baker gets on the mic, says she wrestled her entire title run, or her entire title run, with a broken wrist because that is what a champion does. She then says Tony Storm will finally be on a pay per view when someone gives a damn, and she's in the ring with her, and that leads to Storm marching to the ring only for Jamie Hayter to appear from behind to attack her. Rebel comes down with the uh, terrible towel, the oversized, ugly, nasty, terrible towel that needs to be lit on fire. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, they start attacking uh, Tony Storm, and then uh, Kirishita appears to make the save, running off the heels with her kendo stick, an all-white kendo stick this week. Yeah. Yeah, it's um first time we've seen Sheeta on Dynamite in quite a while, feels like at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh she went out with an injury, they uh came back on Rampage or Dark and made her way back over to T V. But uh yeah, as you said, we'll see them in a tag match uh next week and then it all out it'll be Tony Storm versus Akira Sheeta versus Britt Baker versus Jamie Hayter for the interim AEW World Championship match. And eventually Thunder Rose will come back and challenge, Challenge, I assume, the winner of that match, unless it's she's out for quite a while and the title changes hands again between that time. Right. Which, so far, interims haven't really lost anything. So. No. no. I mean, they've lost matches, but not title matches. Right. Um, I mean, I'm sitting here looking at this, and I'm not involved, so I can say this now. I think it's going to tony storm she's the only one or she's who was originally supposed to face her it makes sense it kind of feels like it's her time it really does um even before the thunder rose's injury it feels like she's been in a lot of high profile matches as of late getting a lot of a lot of w's so i think you're on the right track there akira sheeta's former champ baker's former champ haters not quite there yet it just makes I, sense. I kind of feel if they don't pull the trigger on Tony or Jamie, 
then they really missed out here. Yes. I'm I'm good with either one of those winning it. I don't want to see Baker as champ again, and I'm not ready to see Sheeta as champ again. Yeah, the, they'll both have their time again, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. let's not do it. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, then we head backstage as Shivani is with the AEW Tag Champions and the Acclaimed. They don't... Uh, the. Uh, tag team champs say they don't mind saving them and they don't exactly love the acclaimed. Keith Lee says they save them because they think they'd be worthy opponents at all out. Max Caster says they don't need help as they're the best homegrown team in AEW, which I loved them bringing that up. And Bowen says that all out they're taking the titles. You know, we kind of hinted last week we were trying to think, oh, you know, who's going to face swerving their glory if it's not FTR. Well, I like the acclaimed being in there, and I even like the idea of maybe a three-way tag match with the, the the gun club in there as well, but I don't think you do that. I think you just have the acclaimed versus swerving their glory. Um, and that should be a fun one. Crowd will be off for that, and I'm not going to spoil my pick on that one just yet. I almost did. Well... <laughs> I'm see. This is why I'm glad I'm not in it because I said we're not going to see tag gold on the pay per view because we're getting the trios belts. Whoops. Yeah, no, I think we're going to get all the gold. Um, I think I think they're going to stack this card as as well as they can. I think I think oh, there's definitely been to. some changes in plans the last few weeks, but oh yeah, got to roll with it. Yep. Uh, up next. It's time for the co-main event. John Moxley versus CM Punk for the AEW World Championship Unification match. What's there to say here? Five minutes, Moxley hits a, a devastating kick. We're just going to say that. Right to the foot. Punk's done. End of story. Moxley is the undisputed AEW World Champion. You mean Punk hit the kick? Because Punk hit the kick. Oh yeah, that, that, Punk hit the kick. That's what I heard. And then Moxie landed in some elbows, and then uh, hit the hit two uh, d- um, paradigm shifts. So. Yeah, yeah. P- uh, Moxley connects with the head, but Punk responds with the roundhouse kick. Immediately goes down, starts selling his foot injury. Doctor appears. Punk walks into a King Kong lariat, and then classic elbows to the head, and. Then we get into the uh, paradigm shifts. One, two, three. That's it. Mox celebrates with the crowd. Punk looks sad after medical assistance helps him to the back. So, yeah. Intriguing, intriguing, intriguing. Where is mm-hmm. this going to go? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I-, I have some thoughts, but like I said, I feel you've got to bring MJF back at this point. I still, if I had the pencil. Oh, I know. I wait till the 21st of September, Grand Slam. That would make sense, but okay. So who do you have Moxley defend against? I know. I, I You almost can't You can't bring in somebody from another company. I don't think I have no, one off unless it's an absolutely huge name. Um, yeah, I don't know because... In the rankings, I think everybody in the top five, I believe, off the top of my head, has matches already. I don't know. It's Cody. 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Making his heel return, Cody Rhodes. Wait, wait, wait to break the internet there, Paul. Yeah. Uh, I can only imagine the messages we're going to get from that. And again, I am completely kidding. I know it's not Cody. Um, it'll I don't be know. Owen Hart before it'll be Cody. Ah, oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm just going to gloss over that one. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I. But fine, it'll be Triple H before it'll be Cody. I mean, if it's okay, fair. If it's uh, that one's better. Um, if we if we do MJF though, do you do you have him return next Wednesday or do you wait and have people try to buy the pay per view with with suspense? I mean, I feel like you have to advertise that ahead of time. Well, okay. All right. Um, maybe he doesn't come back because the casino battle royal ladder match or whatever it's called yes. is returning it all out. And they right. say returning, it's been at every pay-per-view, but the Joker they, always wins. Yeah. So do you have MJF come in as the Joker? And then challenge later that night. Good. And see, this is why Tony did what he did tonight. It's got everybody questioning, everybody talking. This is why he did it. Yeah. And he's get sure a lot of people are going to rip on him, but I think it's genius what he did tonight. Oh, absolutely. Um, I wasn't for it, but then again, after seeing how it went down, okay, you've got my full attention now, TK. There's a lot more to the story. I mean, that's mm-hmm. we got we got to we got to see how it all pans out. Yep. Uh, we go backstage now to Tony Schiavone, who seems to be spending more time backstage oh, than on commentary here lately. Uh, he's backstage with Christian Cage and his villain look. Turtleneck. Yeah. And purple jacket, was it this week? Yeah, purple or dark dark shade of something. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, Cage says that Jungle Boy will never be as smart as him. He says he has seen it all and done it all. Claims that all out Jungle Boy will see why he's not in his league as he accepts the challenge. I like the um, shot at, uh, you know, you've got time still to apologize for costing us the titles. Yeah, it's like, he, really? I like that. I like his shot at Cleveland about being average. He likes to do that every town they go to or city, bring up something about them to get the cheap heat. Um, yeah. Hey, yeah, we're this, number one in our league right now. Yes, you guys are number one to AL Central. I will. And, and football season hasn't started just yet. So and, The Browns are still number one. <laughs> Number one in quarterback suspensions. Um, <laughs> oh, hey, I was going to say number one at being the worst team in NFL history. So, <laughs> well, uh, you and the Lions can fight that one out. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I I think this is honestly the best out of all the matches on the card so far. For uh, this is by far the best build they've had for a match. Yeah. These two. Oh, by far, yeah. I'm pretty uh, confident in who I'm going to pick, but I think the Bills has been fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, up next, uh, we see Ricky Starks make his way to the ring, and he talks about how he's uh, upset about Team Taz being over the factory. Why he brought up the factory, I don't I don't get. Powerhouse Hobbs turning on him. Um, 
He's got veterans saying this is showbiz, but he thought he'd be the exception as Hobbs would ring him every day last year when he broke his neck. While he says Hobbs was the background player until he brought him to his table in his sparkly little shirt as Britt Baker's security. If he found a spot, he made sure it was big enough for both of them. Stark says Hobbs uh, hit him in the neck and he knows he was close to losing all of this again. He considered him a friend, but now he considers him a snake. And where he's from, you cut the head off of snakes. And he tells Hobbs to fight him at all out. And shortly after that, we find out that it's confirmed it we will see that happen. That could be the show stealer of the night. Um, Ricky Starks doesn't miss. Guy doesn't miss no. in the ring, doesn't miss on the mic. Push him to the moon. It's He's, he's awesome. He speaks from the heart, makes it real. Mm-hmm. If I'm Tony Khan, I push him to the moon. I make him no way that he's wants to go to WWE because I think that's one when his contract comes up. Watch for the WWE interest because his good buddy Cody Rhodes will yep. be in Triple H's ear. That's one I think they definitely no, got their eye on. Probably already is. Oh, I'm maybe that's one they're trying to tamper with. Who knows? But yep. um, that's a whole nother story. But I think that's <laughs> that's one I could potentially see him leaving. Just because of his bond with Cody, mm-hmm. but if I'm AEW, I push him to where he can't make that decision. Oh yeah, and don't even you know jump him right into championship. No, picture. you don't have to do that. Let him just dominate, and then you know give him the TNT championship. Let him hold that. Let him drop that, and then go for the uh, world heavyweight. Yeah, crowd's gonna love him as a babyface. So just keep mm-hmm. doing what you're doing. It's working. Exactly. Uh, we go backstage with Moxley as he uh, goes on to say, it's his time. My time is now. This is my time. John Cena is here and you can't see me, basically. <laughs> um, he, again, points out the terrible fact of interim champion. He was and is not just some guy, but he is the guy in this industry. Good little promo. Um this is my time was said way too many times. I I kept waiting for the whole <laughs> or something Cena related. I kept waiting for him to drop a hint somewhere in there about who the next challenger might be. If someone I could pick up on, he gave me nothing. But, well, yeah, but he looked away a couple different times as if there was somebody that he was watching. I think it's just John being John kind of all over I the know. place and passionate. And he is the man right now. He's got to get a nice title run with the crowd. So mm-hmm. and he deserves it's it. Time. He deserves it. Yep. All right. It's time for the main event. World Trios Championship Tournament Match. United Empire versus Death Triangle. I was excited for this because, again, I like Will Ospreay. He's extremely talented. Um, what was it? 18 matches in the last 30 days. He's a workhorse. He is yeah. a workhorse. Yeah, and he's not done yet. Uh, and I'm sure um, Warrior Wrestling is gearing up for another event. I'm sure he'll be a part of that as he loves to be at Warrior Wrestling, it seems. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> I love the way this match started. Oh, man. 30 seconds in, and I was already worn out because <laughs> Osprey and Phoenix were just back and forth, back and forth, counter after counter after counter. 
man, I would, yeah, no, there was no, I, I was done. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I mean, I, that's why I was looking forward to this match. I mean, Osprey against all three of those guys. Yes. Take my money. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to follow along on notes here, but there is so much on this match. Yeah, cut, it, it is... cut it down if you need to. Cut it down if you need yeah, to. Yeah, well, uh, can we talk about uh, Pac for a second? Sure. Towards uh, the end of the match there as he went to do something off of the top rope, but Osprey gets pulled out, so he just scoots himself back to the turn uh, to the uh ring post and launches himself holy crap <laughs> yeah there was a couple holy crap moments and but that was the major one of the match yeah uh but uh and then he locks eyes with kip sabian finally <laughs> and then he takes the box off of kip's head because he's fed up and realizes it's just some kid who's been apparently held hostage Kid's been beat up. He's got duct tape on his mouth and I think even all around his wrists. So not Kip Sabian. Instead, Kip Sabian attacks Pack from behind, uh, drops Pack to the floor. Back inside the ring, Davis sits a huge lariat to Phoenix as Penta is taken out and Osprey connects with the Os Cutter that is assisted to advance and win the match. So yes, yeah, so we're gonna get Pack and Kip Sabian for the um, All Atlantic, All Atlantic title. I always want to say All Pacific, and I know that's not right. The All right? Atlantic title, it would the other way. Yeah, which which I'm good. I mean, at least you know, good for Kip. I mean, he's been off TV for darn near two years. It feels like. Yeah, um, dude looked good. Yeah, I mean, it's and they've built this, you know, overseas a little bit, and I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a good match. Uh, I got a feeling I know who's going to win that match. Me but, too. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, man, that assisted Oz cutter was great to end I that match. I love that move. I love that Whew. move. Yeah. I mean, this was one of those matches, if you looked away from the TV, you missed it. Yeah, but, I had to run down to my basement for to about. set up your equipment? No, no, no. I did that before that match about two minutes to do i think i pulled some laundry out of the dryer or something and okay i came back and i'm like well i'm sure i missed a lot but you did but they gave <laughs> they gave this match so much time that oh there's plenty of action to see exactly just pick watch you know three minutes of this match and it's just going to be non-stop action high flying athleticism oh yeah oh yeah and then uh post-match Kenny's music hits, which I love hearing that, so I'm yes. good. Yes. Uh, the Elite, Kenny and the Bucks appear and kind of stare each other down. Osprey was ready to go. Kenny was too. Oh, he and Kenny have been feuding on podcasts and Twitter for months. So, oh yeah, beautiful all leading up to this. Beautiful. I went. Uh, I went. Uh, well, let's go back to when I said. Uh, when Osprey used the one-winged angel and then forced the opponent to kick out, I said, "All right, here's a feud that's not going to end well." Yep. And here we are today, and hey, it's just getting better. And I love that we're getting uh, them 
encountering, even if it's in a trios match, but I do hope down the road we get him in singles action. Oh, I think we're going to because no matter who wins this match next week, it's on free television. That that's that's number one. It's on free television. But uh, whoever wins, it's going to go on record saying, "Ha ha, I beat you," and. The old one's going to fire back with, no, it was a trios match. I wasn't even involved in the pinfall because Kenny or Osprey will not get pinned. No, Kenny's pinning somebody else next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, glad we're on the same page oh, here. At least not losing that match. It's going to be the leading no. dark order. It's written all over it. Heyman's going to be the Heyman's going to be the surprise guy against the House of Black Friday. I'm just – and this is – I'm just – rattling off. Miro's got to cost House of Black. That's how you're going to get Miro and Malachi all out. There you go. Give me the pencil, TK. Give me the pencil. Let's mark it all up. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm good with any of that, so th- we're fine here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's going to uh, come down to... I, I, I was torn between House of Black and Dark Order, but I can do the Dark Order thing. Um, or if people don't want to get on the Miro versus Malachi, okay, then you have Miro, Sting, and Darby versus House of Black at all out. Okay. There's your option B. All right. That one makes more sense. (laughs) It's TK. It's Sting. Okay, how about this? How about we get Malachi versus Miro, and then a tag team match of Darby and Sting versus Brody King and Buddy Matthews? That'd be fun. That'd be fun, but that's two matches then. I know, but he likes to stack his cards with like 10 to 12 matches, so. Well, yeah, except, you know, the last one that had nine. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm surprised you hadn't thrown title. in a, I'm surprised you hadn't thrown an ROH, and it's not too late, an ROH title match anywhere in there. Uh, No, we're getting one of those on uh, Rampage. Friday, Dustin against Claudio. That'll be fun. Yep. No yeah. way Claudio loses, but that'll be fun. <laughs> no, no, Claudio's not losing. Sorry, Dustin. <laughs> we also get another title match, uh, Ryan Nimeth and Wardlow. Yeah, yeah. Again, we know where that's going. Mixed gender ma- gender tag match, uh, Tay Mello, which is her... Married think, name. Married name, with, and Sammy Guevara versus uh, Ortiz and Ruby Soho. The Guevara's, yeah. I mean, if you're going to claim you're married, it should you should change your name to his last name, not a random last name. Well, and I didn't know Conte was her last name from a previous marriage. I just found that Ooh. out like a week or two ago. Didn't know she was previously yeah. married. Yeah, mm-hmm. I learned something new every day. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'm over them. I've I've even stopped watching Sammy's vlog. I just can't deal with it anymore. I'm going to tune in the next week because they took this week off and uh, they, they posted a picture of them two with Cody Rhodes at the wedding. So I'm going to tune in and see what that's about. Well, yeah, but past that, I mean. I know. I know. I, there's no A's in the chat anymore. The vlog titles, crap. Well, I was kind of a little over the vlog crew anyways. I thought it needed a change, but I don't know. I've moved on to other vlogs for the time being. Well, yeah, but, I mean, of your vlog crew, you don't have Alan Angels anymore. No. Um, Fuego's doing whatever Fuego's doing. Solo's off doing whatever Solo's doing. He was one of the groomsmen in the wedding. Yeah. 
well, yeah, because they're friends. Uh, I'm surprised there wasn't a whole vlog crew section together. Um, I mean, we were just getting the boy band back together, and then Alan Angels goes and gets released. So, yeah, I just I haven't been able to follow it here lately. No, I haven't been as entertaining. 36 minutes of BTE, though. Yeah. <laughs> I guess when Kenny Omega comes back after a year yep you have to show the whole match pretty much <laughs> yeah i kind of uh guiltily uh skipped through that it's like i already seen it i know what happens i don't need to watch another yeah. 20 minutes of it right right but that's still one of my favorite vlogs to watch it's still good it's not what it once was but it's still good and it's got its moments yep all right tanner uh, the champion has not joined us at this point. I don't think we're going to get a champion sighting tonight, which is all right. As nope. long as he's here next week, it's all that matters. Because hey, he, he better be. I'm ready to take him down. Uh, otherwise, I will have to read his uh, predictions on his behalf. Yes. And if he cannot make his predictions, well, then we'll have to crown an interim KOP champion. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Between you and I, and we'll bring back the old belt. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, anyway, uh, rating for tonight's show. This was a tough one. Um, I enjoyed tonight's show. I thought it was really fast-paced. I thought it moved by very quickly. But I've rated the last two weeks so high that I couldn't put this one up to where those two were. 7.8. You still went higher than me. And I don't know why I even put it that low. Thinking back on that, I enjoyed it. Pretty much everything on the show, and I, a lot of it's intrigue. It's got me intrigued now going forward. But I don't know. It just didn't feel like it was a home run like the last two weeks. But I'm I'm exci- more excited for the pay per view than I was. So I, I don't know. I don't know why I went seven eight. I just I knew I wasn't gonna put in the eights again or in the nines. Uh, I went seven six. Um. <sighs> The outcomes, mind you, there were some that I picked, but there were some things that just, again, Moxley's great. His promo drug on a little too bit or a little too long for me. You can only say my time is now so many times before you should be going, you can't see me and walking off with your spinner belt. Um, (laughs) Throwback. Yeah. And uh, the... um, the Jericho Garcia Danielson was a little too long for me. And we did f- forget, or unless you mentioned it and I, I didn't hear you, Hager attacked Danielson, oh. setting up a match between them next week on Dynamite. I did not mention that because I glossed over that because I don't care for Hager. I don't think anybody <laughs> does. <laughs> he is a, a sports entertainer mm-hmm. until he goes over to that other thing that he does. Where he's a fighter. MMA, which I saw a lot of people referencing CM Punk's UFC career tonight. So <laughs> the just yeah, his matches lasted about as long as they did in uh tonight's match. So yep. you know, but hey, I wasn't gonna go there. <laughs> I will. I don't care. <laughs> That's because you're a heel now. Yes, I am. That's why you're wearing the wolf pack. Inspired KOP gear. Which you can get and a link on any of our social media channels. I was going to get there. I'm switching up your outro this week. Jeez. I have the heel. I'm taking over, making God. you think on the, on the on the fly. God. And because of that, 
you're going first for the wrestler tonight, too. All right. I already had him picked. Kip Sabian. Oh, okay. All right. The dude returned. He dropped back. He fooled everybody. I mean, how long has that kid been kidnapped? Years. Maybe this entire time when everybody's like, oh, there's Kip, there's Kip, there's Kip. Maybe it was actually this poor kidnapped kid. Could have been. Could have been. <laughs> so who you got? Well, you know, the easy answer is John Moxley, but I'm not doing that. Yeah. Because that's the cowardly move. I want to say Dax, but I feel like I've given it to Dax a lot. I'm going to give it to somebody I've never gave it to. Don't know if I ever will again. Colton Gunn. Wow. All right. He beat his father. Well. He beat a Hall of Famer. (laughs) Yeah, for a pissant t-shirt company. Oh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Wrong Hall of Famer. (laughs) He he was dirty to get the win, but... uh, Good. I mean, he beat his Hall of Fame dad. Enough to say. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And I don't know, like I said, I don't know when I'll ever pick him again for Wrestler of the Nights. If you ever will. If, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows? But Colton Gunn could be done wrestling in six months. Or he could be the heavyweight champ in three years. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I got to say, I, I love the fact that Dan Housen started referring to them as the ass boys. And then the acclaim started doing it, and now everybody does it. Yep, yep. It's Even Billy does it. Yeah, and uh, man, they claimed I. It's just been awesome how they've got over. You oh, saw the yeah. build kind of within the last year, and it just got bigger and bigger. And then uh, Twins like, all right, we gotta, we gotta switch them face. We can't, we can't have them heels any longer. Even as heels, they were so far I know. over. That's why it got to the point where it's like we gotta flip them. Well, yeah. I mean, eventually you've got to just realize that you've got talent that needs to be another way. And we saw that with Ricky Starks even here recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, I think you'll have talents go the other way. Oh, I think we'll start seeing that soon. I think too. CM yeah. Punk's going the other way uh, from babyface to heel. So, Yeah. Yeah. It'll come. It'll mm-hmm. come upon his return. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I, I don't know. Should I wrap this thing? Yeah, I don't really have any other final thoughts except, uh, you know, hopefully the champ's listening and enjoying his belt for uh, one more week because come I'm next Sunday, come come next Sunday, September fourth, I'm taking it off of him and I'm finally getting that belt, and I'm going to keep it through 2022. So neither of you boys are getting off me till 2023. Well, okay, because That's you're not going to defend it if you manage That's to somehow fact. win it. If you manage to win it next weekend we both know you're not going to defend it till january just to go see i closed out the year's champion definitely defending it at full gear november when i win it next week oh other than full gear we will see (laughs) all right uh well if that's the case then you know what if you win at full gear it's you and me full gear has been a good show for me so far i I won't i'm gonna I'm going to get my baby back. All good things must come to an end. Yeah, my title reign ended. <laughs> and your streak of, of good showings of full gear is going to end. And I'm going to, I'm telling you, I'm getting that KOP predictions title off ship next Sunday, September 4th, all out. Okay. So if you 
aren't following the Kicking Out podcast on social media, go do so at Kicking Out Pod. So that way, next Sunday, you can follow along as we see who really is the champion come the end of All Out. It's going to be me. All right, Justin. Jeez. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so go follow the Kicking Out podcast on all social media. I've said it like three times now, but hey, why not do it one more time? It's at Kicking Out Pod. Be sure to listen to the Kicking Out podcast everywhere you listen to your podcasts. And if that happens to be Apple Podcast, give us that five-star rating. We want to be the five-star KOP podcast. Five-star KOP. You can get us there. All you got to do, go give us that five-star review. We greatly appreciate it. It'll help us climb through the rankings so that we can one day be the number one All Elite Wrestling podcast. Go follow Tanner Lee at TannerLee92 on all social media. Go follow the uh, KOP Predictions Champion at the Shep 27 I think that's right. <laughs> you got it. And, uh, yeah, it's on Twitter there for him. And follow myself, at Paul Zartman, 921, on all social media. Don't forget, anytime we go to a Kicking Out podcast social media page, uh, there are two, two different merch stores in our um, descriptions. You can get a shirt like Tanner's got, or you can get some of the older shirts that are only available on our original store and they look very similar to the uh, logo hanging behind Tanner there. If you haven't seen that, it's also the uh, podcast logo when you find us on all your podcasts. So if you're listening and can't visually see the sign hanging behind Tanner, it's the same one that you see uh, when you like our pages. So there you have it. Join us again next week as we make, well, as Tanner and Shep make their predictions for all out i will be in the middle mediating keeping track making sure nobody's throwing any chairs or slamming tables or slamming anybody through tables and all that good stuff that a, a true moderator is supposed to do uh anyway so join us again next week as we make the predictions and kick out yet another podcast